You've got it locked to The Rock. The Rockdown Show with Dustin Tatro. Your weekly destination for the hottest songs in Christian rock, plus exclusive artist interviews, fan favorites, and hits from the classics of Christian rock. Now, here is your host, Dustin Tatro. What's up, Rockdown Nation? And welcome to March. This week on the show, sometimes it's almost comical how many bands are promoting new singles at once. Truthfully, it's a sign of health for our little rock circle, but when a band releases something new after an extended hiatus, like four years, it suddenly gets a lot more attention. Sarah and Mark Anthony from The Letter Black join us later in our Artist Spotlight. This week we're bringing some pillar out of the vault off 2008's For the Love of the Game. Here's the challenge. This week's throwback has a major connection to our Artist Spotlight. And that's all I'll say about that for now. We got a big update about Striper's Oz Fox. Oz had surgery to remove a brain tumor late this week. More details coming up. But first, Boiling Point makes the Rock Down debut this week, sliding into the top 10 all the way from number 17 with Hope Lives Here. Welcome to the Rock Down Show. Number 10. Sun is closing on our backs, rushing up these hills so fast. We ain't got no time to breathe. Traffic air is dressed in fog These mountaintops ain't what we thought Where do we go from here? And are we finished and turning back? Are we drunk on blind romance? Do we know who we are?
First time on the Rockdown Show, Boiling Point, Hope Lives Here. An update on Oz Fox's surgery this week that's coming up. But first, Barry Blair down in the Lowlands. Number nine. Yeah, my 
Gary Blair at number nine this week on the Rockdown Show. Back in 2018, we were shocked to hear of a sudden onset seizure for Striper guitarist Oz Fox while he performed in Las Vegas, with the subsequent discovery of two brain tumors. Oz had a wake brain surgery late this week. As his wife Annie tells us, neurosurgeons set Oz to the remarkable task of the skill that matters most to him, playing his guitar while they operated. The tumor has been removed and we will cover Oz with prayers on his recovery. Coming in at number eight this week, influence from everything in slow motion.
Here's another favorite from the Rockdown Throwback Vault. I Fade Away comes from Pillar's 2008 Dove-nominated album for the love of the game. And there's a huge connection here between the letter black and Pillar. Mark and Sarah tell you about it next. hottest songs this week in Christian Rock here on the Rockdown Show. I'm Dustin Tatro and I am so excited to finally have the letter black with us in our artist spotlight. Sarah and Mark Anthony. Hey guys, how have you been? Hi, we're doing great. Thank we're great. you. Well, first of all, 2021 is going to be a big year for the letter black. Tell us why. Well, it's been a long awaited album release, <laughs> which we are super excited about. It was supposed to come out last year, but as you know, life changed 
changed for everybody. Of course, 2017 was the last time we saw a full album from you guys in pain, but 2021, not only is it your next album release, it's going to be a 15th anniversary album release for you guys too, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. That's awesome. You actually know that. We're actually going to do a live stream on May 7th and 8th, and we're actually going to play all of the singles from all the previous records uh, leading up to this record. Why did you guys get into doing The Letter Black? And I know it was originally another name, but kind of take us on that journey real fast. I sang in church and he played guitar and we met Don't Mind the Dog in church and we just started, you know, writing our own worship music at that time. Then we developed it into something heavier because those were Mark's roots. He grew up in the metal and hard rock scene. Yeah, so of course I grew up with the big four, which is, you know, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. Sarah, this one's for you. And we've been talking to so many people over the past several months that all say, man, we miss Pillar. And the iconic For the Love of the Game, you actually had a part in that album. What was it like to work with them? It was really cool. It was in the very beginning of our career. When we got the phone call, we were like, are you kidding us? You know, it was one of those, are you just pulling our leg? Because honestly, we were babies. When we finally stopped freaking out enough to realize, okay, this is for real. Let's act professional. Coming full circle where Lester played. So the drummer for Pillar actually played on our new record. The whole new record that yeah, is, is about really to come cool. out. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh man, I love him. Oh yes. <laughs> he's, he's so good. He's really good. That is going to be worth a listen just for that reason. Hey guys, the cause, the message is always you matter enough that your redemption has been paid. There is hope. But it, it's a little bit different for different people. So what's it like for you guys? Man, all I know is Jesus is truly the only reason we're doing this. I know that can come across as cheesy. I come from a place of being extremely grateful and understanding that I would not be maybe even alive if it weren't for God's grace. If anybody knows the band, we try not to be cliche or even in your face about it. We just try to talk about real life issues. You know, sometimes it's great and sometimes life is very hard, but through it all, God is there with you and he will help you through it if you let him. I gather that you don't exactly intend to reach out to the choir. No, exactly. Well, That's never been our heartbeat, yeah. and that's because, you know, me and Sarah have two totally different backgrounds. Sarah grew up as a pastor's kid, and I grew up hating Christians. My whole goal when we did this band was to bring the hope of Jesus to people that would never step foot in the church. You know, I saw POD on OzFest 2001, but Sonny just got up on stage and literally just held the Bible up and said, I believe this is the Word of God. If you want to come talk to me, come talk to me about it. That's all he said. I and mean, it kind of gave me a little turn on respecting Christians at that point in time because I didn't really have much respect for them. And of course, a lot of the POD stuff from right around then is, is what we hold as our favorites now, even in 2021. Sarah, this one's for you. Were you uh, the good preacher's kid or the secret hell-raising preacher's kid? <laughs> I was good for a long time. And then when I got into my teenage years, which are, you know, full of drama anyway, with limited understanding as to how you can be screwed up and a Christian... (laughs) at the same time. Um, it just made me really mad. I was just thinking if this is what Christianity is and if this is what who Christians are as people, then I don't want anything to do with it. And so I went on a several year stint. My poor parents, really, 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 really dark, troublesome times, just totally rejected God. And I just got into a ton of trouble doing things I shouldn't be doing. And I started cutting my wrists just because I was in a lot of pain. And so I tried to find all kinds of ways to toughen up my heart and to be quote 
quote unquote strong, but what I came to find out is that it takes a stronger person to finally forgive. And so thankfully I did, I was able to forgive those who had hurt me in my past and I <laughs> welcomed God's love and grace with open arms because I truly needed it and my life has never been the same since. You know, it really means a lot for you to open up that way and it puts a, a lot of uh, what you have to say lyrically into deeper perspective. You really grow to understand on a deeper level what grace is about when you go through those dark paths and he's still there to say, hey, I loved you the whole time. Exactly. 100%. Sarah and Mark Anthony with the letter black releasing their first new music in four years in the single Rise. That is our new music feature in our next half hour. We'll also be back with the two of them to talk a little bit more about what's going on and what's coming up with the letter black. But for now, we're getting back into the top 10 hottest songs of Christian rock. It's the Rockdown Show. And to you, Rockdown Nation, thank you so much for voting on our listeners' choice this week. More voting than any week yet. This week's listeners' choice on the Rockdown Light 45 of the Medic, also coming in at number 7. Voting in this week's listener's choice, Justin John Hawley and Snyder Pop 73 receiving a CD from Adelaide. Again, congratulations to Light 45, your rock down listener's choice this week. Here's Disciple. Number six.
Show. Before we get any further, we'd like to remind you to lift up Christian Rock's first big festival of the year, Sound for the Crown in Poteet, Texas, going on over the weekend. We'll be back after the break with Sarah and Mark Anthony of The Letter Black. Rise has gotten them a lot of attention, as it should. It's the band's first new major release since 2017's Pain album. The new song's on the way. I'm Dustin Tatro. All that with the hottest five songs this week in Christian Rock on The Rockdown Show, next. The Rockdown Show. Back to the rock after this. The rest of the Rockdown starts now. Coming up this half hour on the Rockdown Show, a metric ton of Christian Rock Circle news, and we'll continue visiting with the letter black, but for now, we're back into our top five with Relent. Number five. Now let me introduce- 
Listen to the last days Black skies, white lies Now watch your past fade Realize that I despise what your facts say I'm running over like a soldier in my way And call it over, knocking heads like I'm Jehovah Guilty of lies, guilty of shame So my soul for some change, now it's the change that I hate Circle. A lot to talk about this week. Memphis May Fire is on live interactive social media video with their Memphis May Fire Fridays on the band's Instagram. This week featured bassist Corey Elder. Now for a bit of focus on electro-pop rock. You may have heard of Matt Sassano before. Matt was nominated for this year's Grizzly Awards. He's had a few past releases but takes a new direction on his latest project, featuring more electronic elements with guest vocalist Zana. Embracing vulnerability, enough is out now. I noticed something when you go to thegrizzlyawards.com. The archive video of the complete awards show is now online, so for those of you still asking how you can watch, there you go. 
Their homepage says it all. High energy with an aggressive edge. Exactly how to describe Texas-based Gandhi's Gun. They're back with new music, releasing Thursday their new single called Feed the Lion. The band says you can help them with the release by pre-saving on Spotify. There's also an album in the works. Switchfoot's recent performance of the beautiful Letdown album has been archived. If you missed it or just want to see it again, go to the band's website, switchfoot.com. And that's the latest of what's going on this week in the Christian Rock Circle. Catch up on what you've missed, bonus content, and a lot more by searching The Rockdown Show on Facebook and Twitter. I'm so glad you're hanging out with us. I'm Dustin Tatro. Our top 10 each week driven by actual radio airplay on the Christian Music Weekly Rock Chart, but our listeners' choice driven by you. Be sure you vote by each Wednesday morning at therockdownshow.com. Coming in at number four this week, down just a hair, it's Firefly.
back with the letter black. Mark and Sarah Anthony joining us from up in the northeast, Pennsylvania, to be accurate. They've got a lot of stuff in the works right now. Guys, uh, you were telling me during the break that you were playing a lot of festivals this year. What are some of them? The first one's going to be May 15th. It's in Charleston, South Carolina. And then I know we're headlining Kingdom Come Fest, which is in Pukema, Indiana. We're playing Connect Fest. Playing. It's in Germany. It's in Germany. Loud and proud. Loud and proud. Yes. Yep. We're just happy to be able to do shows again in person. Nice. Mark, Sarah, go a bit more in depth on what to expect in the new music you guys have got coming out. We started working on it actually last February. We're like, you know what? We're just going to do it. We have all these songs and all these ideas. And then we made the announcement last year, February 28th. And then two weeks later, <laughs> the <laughs> world <laughs> shut down. <laughs> So we're waiting for the dust to settle, but finally, at least we're able to release the singles. We're happy. Yep. Tell us a little about your crew. I know that you guys, obviously you uh, two have been with the band from the very beginning, but uh, you guys are working with a new drummer. Tell us a little bit about the other folks. We actually met Will. He's young. I think he's 22. He's a baby and he's just a killer drummer. And he asked a long time ago about playing in the band and we were just kind of him hawing around about it. He's such a killer drummer. And he a great person. He's super excited to be a part of this. And then Matt Beal has also been Around with us. Forever. Oh my goodness. He he was even on the worship team back in 2004. You guys being from Pittsburgh, I got to ask, what's your favorite baseball team? Oh, it's absolutely the Pirates. Yeah, I absolutely figured that's what you that were going to say. Absolutely has to be the Pirates, even if they don't win. <laughs> okay, turning to a fan question. This actually came from one of our uh, Canadian affiliates. They said, the question is, which band inspired you guys the most to be who you are today? Man, one wow. band. One band. I think, oddly enough, you know, as much as Metallica is probably my biggest influence, I think the influence I draw on the most more than any other band is Alice in Chains. I definitely do hear some of that now that you mention it. Yeah, so Alice in Chains was just a huge influence on my life just growing up in the 90s. Uh, you can really hear it in Rise, the new single. I do some guitar bends that are 100% Jerry Cantrell. I just love how he plays guitar. When I was a kid and the first time I heard I Stay Away, I probably listened to that solo on repeat for some time. Just emotion, man. Exactly, it's amazing. Sarah, what about you? For Al Dirksen, what influences you the most as a band? I mean, I listened to pop a lot when I was younger just because I think pretty much every single young girl wants to be a pop singer. But then as I got older, I really had a thing for like punk rock. The two main vocalists were Alanis Morissette and Avril Lavigne. The Avril, she could sing her butt off and it sounded good, <laughs> yeah. but it was also quirky. So I really, I really liked her. Yeah, I, I, I will admit that 10 year old me had a huge crush on Alanis. Uh, later on, I figured out how much older than me she was. So <laughs> that put a quick into that. Listen, Rise is the next single you've got coming out. You're about to hear that here on the Rockdown Show. Tell us a little about your newest music. It's just a song about about when life throws you a curveball, which we all know well. It's certainly not the pirates well, doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. No, no, they, they <laughs> slow pit softball. It's just about when, you know, when, when life goes away that you never thought it would. It talks about just having hope for the future, you know, overcoming and moving on. At 15 years in, you can really almost call them veterans of the Christian rock circle. Even though they're pirates fans, we still love them to death. Mark and Sarah Anthony. With the letter black, guys, why don't you introduce Rise for us on The Rockdown Show? Hi, this this is Sarah from The Letter Black, and you're listening to Rise.
The route down heard each week on stations like Radio Zeta Austin, Q102.3 Pure Rock for Western Oklahoma, His Radio Z, and Rock98.9.com. Up next, Reclaimers. Number three. Their homes and watch them 
Continuing to climb into our number three spot this week, Reclaimers. With 2020 Grizzlies guitarist of the year, J.R. Bar Ice, here's Love and Death, down. Number two. Down, down, very
down, down, buried beneath. It's in our nature, somehow, to do our best to hide what we're going through. Marge Simpson giving Lisa mistaken advice to just shove all the pain way down comes to mind. But then inside, what we're screaming out for is to be shown that we're still alive. The commemorative days for this past week are telling on Monday, World Compliment Day. Two days later, National I Want You To Be Happy Day. Not a quote from Marshmallow. Then, Self-Injury Awareness Day. What does this say? Other than hope can feel so elusive that we realize we've got to intentionally build up others without even knowing the backstory. So sit on this one. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Dustin Tatro. This is The Rockdown. Your hottest song this week in Christian rock, Three Weeks Standing with Greater, a song produced by Cody Quistad of Wage War that declares we are not in anything for the goods or the accolades, for there's a greater purpose to it all. Here's the protest. Number one.
featuring your Grizzlies Drummer of the Year, Jerob Bramlett. That's the protest hanging out at number one on the rod down for the third week with Greater. And that's your 10 hottest songs in Christian rock on the Rockdown Show. Next week, metal band from Springfield, Missouri, Bread for War, joins us in our artist spotlight. Until next time, I'm Dustin Tatro, reminding you that you matter, you are loved, and you've got a purpose. So get out there and show the world what real love is all about. See you next week. In the meantime, keep on rocking. The Rockdown Show is produced by Tatro Entertainment and brought to you by New Release Today. All rights reserved. Thanks for listening.